The schedule for the 2023 season just dropped, and I'm giving you my live instant reaction to Arizona State Sun Devils football schedule in 2023 on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, all you crazy people, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you all for tuning in. Remember, you can get this podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in the visual platform. Wherever you're getting your podcast, though, like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update when we post new content. And to stay in touch with that content, follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now, for today's episode of the podcast, dropping a little later in the day, but that's because I am giving you my instant reaction to the Sun Devils 2023 schedule. I have not looked at it yet. I have it pulled up in front of me right now. We're going to take a look. Uh, we're we're going to break down my overall reactions, the biggest games, uh, anything that we need to know heading into it for this edition of the podcast. So without further ado, let's let's take a look at this schedule. And we will be starting Thursday, August 31st at home versus Southern Utah. After that, we will be once again at home, this time against Oklahoma State. This will be on September 9th, which will be a Saturday. So Arizona State is going to have itself a nice little little over a week to recuperate from that. Once again, week three will be another home game. Final out-of-conference game will be versus Fresno State, September 16th, the following Saturday. Then, September 23rd, we will kick off our Pac-12 play at home versus USC. All right. That's that's exciting. That's That's about as big a way to kick off your conference play as it's going to get is at home versus USC week five we will take on Cal going to Cal that'll be the first road game of the year so Arizona State is starting out with four straight home games including a home opener in the Pac-12 against USC that's really awesome for the team to be having such a nice homestand to start the year any year where Arizona State is going to have eight home games love to see it and then we go to October 7th. So that'll be the first game of the of, of the next month, obviously. Week six will be against Colorado. That's another home game. So within the team's first seven, let me think, four, five. In the first six games, five of them will be home. Five of them will be home games. Two of those are going to be conference games. Then we have a week seven bye week. So right smack dab in the middle of the season. Can't complain about that. That'll be the week of October 14th. October 21st, we get back with a road trip to Seattle to play Washington. Week nine will be versus Washington State, October 28th. Week 10 will be at Utah, November 4th. Week 11 will be at UCLA, November 11th. 
Week 12 will be at home versus Oregon. And finally, to close out the season, as always, will be Week 13 versus Arizona. That will actually be on a Saturday. I feel like more often than not, we get that game on a Friday. So Arizona State will be playing all but one of their games on a Saturday for this season. I don't have an issue with this. That means that Arizona State's not going to have any short weeks. They're going to have all the time in the world to prepare for each and every game that they're going to be taking on. What else do I have? Like I said, I like that you're starting off your Pac-12 play just instantly with a bang and going up against USC to start off the year. That's going to be a really, really good game in terms of measuring yourself. This obviously is not going to be an easy game because Kayla Williams is back for his junior year. He's the reigning Heisman winner. He's going to be one of the favorites to win it again. He is going to be one of the favorites to be the number one pick in the 2024 NFL draft. It won't be an easy game. I do appreciate that we're going to kick it off, though, with, you know, the runner-up for the conference. Do I wish it was a lesser opponent? I don't think so. I like that Arizona State is going to be challenged right out the gate. And I'm looking at the schedule right now. And I don't think that Arizona State is guaranteed more than two wins. Maybe three. Maybe three wins in their first six games. That's going to be tough. If I'm looking right now, I I like us against Southern Utah, but I will always like us against any FCS opponent. Oklahoma State is interesting. Because they really, really fell off in the second half of the year. And they lost a lot on the defense. They lost Spencer Sanders and a couple of receivers on the offense. This is going to be a really new look Oklahoma State Cowboys team. I am incredibly curious to see how this team is going to roll out next year. Arizona State might be able to catch them kind of sleeping, even out the home-and-home series, and get another win. Fresno State will also be a challenge. They'll be looking for a new quarterback as uh, Jake Hayner is no longer eligible and he'll be moving on. But Fresno State is a very, very good quarterback and or very good quarterback is a very, very good team. They finished the year ranked. I don't see a reason why they don't start the year ranked. This will also be a really intriguing matchup for the team, but I'm not going to say that that's a guaranteed win either. USC, that's going to be tough. That's going to be really, really tough. Honestly, it's probably smarter to take USC in that game. Not probably, definitively smarter to take USC in that game. And then Cal. Cal being your first road game, your only road game in the first six weeks of the year. I like that game. I think that's a win for you. Cal, I think, is probably the worst team in the Pac-12 right now. So that'll be an interesting little, little take on that to see where that ends up falling for the team. And then before the bye week, Colorado at home, I like you in that game. I understand that they're going to be, you know, big time media darlings and everything because of Deion Sanders and whatnot, but I'm not going to be reading too much into that if I am the Sun Devils. Instead, I'm going to be looking to come out and just get my business done and potentially start the year with three wins, which would be really big for that team.
BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college basketball and more. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. Make sure you guys are checking out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast and making that your second listen of the day every day. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Let's get back into it. Taking a look at the second half of the schedule now for the team. After the bye week, I think that you could potentially start the year three and three. I think a best case scenario, absolute best case is four and two. And that other win would be Oklahoma state. I don't see you beating USC. And I think Fresno state right now is a better team. Just is what it is. Looking at the next half of the schedule now. October 21st, you start your bye week, or your bye week, uh, you start the second half of your season on the road at Seattle with one of the top teams in the Pac-12 that's returning their quarterback in uh, Michael Panix Jr. For what it's worth, Arizona State pulled off one of the biggest upsets of the 2022 season when they took down the Huskies at home in Tempe last year. I don't think that you're going to be doing that twice. I think that Washington is a really good football team. And I don't see them making that same mistake twice. I think that Washington already has this game circled on their calendar. Like the moment that these schedules came out, have it circled. They're looking forward to this game and they're looking forward to amending the wrong that they made when they lost to Arizona state the first time around. So I don't like Arizona state in that game at all. I think that that's going to be probably a beat down. It doesn't help that you're going to be on the road either. Come back at home versus Washington state. This isn't going to be an easy game either. I think that Wazoo has been a really, really good team the last few years, and they have made an identity for themselves with kind of a, a rough and tough defense that beats you up and beats you down. And then they have an offense that's good enough to put up plenty of points. They're not quite the, uh, the Mike, the, the Mike Leach era throwing the ball as much as they were and scoring a ton of points, but they're still a good offense and they've got a good defense. I don't know how I feel about that game right now. At the end of the podcast, I'll go through and give myself an early win loss prediction. I feel indifferent about that game. I do like that the Wazoo defensive coordinator, Brian, uh, oh my goodness, Brian Ward is your defensive coordinator now. So that's going to give you some more insight as to how Wazoo likes to run things and then potentially make your defense a little bit better. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be an interesting game. Week 10, traveling to Utah, that's a loss. That is definitively a loss. Cameron Rising is back for Utah. He's going to go down as one of the better quarterbacks, if not 
arguably the best quarterback in Utes history. They are contending for the Pac-12 every year. They're back-to-back champions. That's not a win. You got to go to Salt Lake City for that game. That's a loss. At UCLA, so continuing your road stretch, that's three away games in a four-game stretch for the team. At UCLA, it'll be interesting. Dorian Thompson Robin Dorian Thompson Robinson is gone. He's out of eligibility. He is moving on. But in comes Dante Moore, the guy that we were trying to manifest to be an Arizona State Sun Devil because of the connection between him and Kenny Dillingham. He gets to work with Chip Kelly. That's going to be some major fireworks. But not only is DTR gone, but they're also going to be losing Zach Charbonnet, who was probably the best running back in the Pac-12 last year. I just trust that Chip Kelly is going to be able to adapt and adjust and move forward with the team and with a five-star quarterback and one of the top two or three recruits at the position in the nation. I don't see a reason why UCLA is going to take two dramatic of a step backward i feel like this is still going to be a really tough game for arizona state versus oregon this is still a loss i think however i love that this is an opportunity for kenny dillingham to prove that he was worthy of being a head coach and not just an assistant coach against his former team This comes towards the end of the season as well when we're going to figure out what Arizona State is made of and what Oregon is made of. But Oregon's got Bo Nix back, who was one of the top five or six in placement for the Heisman Trophy. That's not going to be easy. Dan Lanning is a really good coach. Oregon has a rock-solid defense. I know that there were times where they collapsed last year, but I feel like they're only going to be better in season two with Lanning. I'm curious how the offense looks because they did have some transfers like uh, Deontay Thornton transferred out of the program. This is, this is an intriguing game. This is still a loss as of right now. Maybe I change my mind as the season goes on and we see that maybe Oregon's not as good or Arizona state is better than what we thought, but yeah, that'll be interesting. And then finally at home back in Tempe versus U of A. To win. We almost won this game in Tucson. It was a really close game. There were plenty of opportunities to shut the door and the team just couldn't. I think that this is a better Arizona State team than what we had last year. I'm not saying like it's definitively better, but yeah, at home, coming off a loss and wanting to humble these guys this is definitely a win for the team. I have no doubt in my mind that Arizona State is going to be able to right the wrongs, get back on track, and win six of the last seven territorial cups for this team. I definitely have the faith that Arizona state is going to write that wrong. One more time. Thank you guys for checking us out as your first listen of the day. Make sure you check out the brand new podcast, locked on college basketball experts, Isaac shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus hear from big name experts, coaches and players throughout the college basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Biggest games first. My top three biggest games on the schedule. Number one is U of A. That's always going to be number one every single year. Number two, I'm going to go Oregon because of the Kenny Dillingham connection with Oregon. It's also at the end of the year. 
once again, this is going to be when we, we have a firm idea of who Arizona State is and we have a firm idea of who Oregon is. We could be looking at an undefeated Oregon and a three-win Sun Devils team, or we could be looking at a bowl competitive Sun Devils team and a solid Oregon team. I mean, there, there's all sorts of ways that this could go by the end of the year because Oregon is going to be facing a little bit of a changing, So, I guess. Like, they, they still are a very talented team. They're still, in my opinion, one of the three best teams in the Pac-12. I'm not worried about Oregon, but things happen. Arizona State, they, they could be really quality or they could be really bad at this point in time. But nonetheless, this is still an intriguing game for me. Number three, this is tough. I really want to go USC because that's kicking off your Pac-12 play. I think that versus Colorado is also intriguing because people are going to be placing Colorado ahead of Arizona State so often, and that's an opportunity for you to kind of silence the doubters and say, look, we're still ahead of Colorado just because they got Neon Dion as their head coach doesn't mean that they're better than us. I think that those two are probably battling it out as like 3A, 3B for me. I think I'll probably give the edge here to USC because that is kicking off your Pac-12 conference play. But I love the storyline that you're going to be having with Colorado coming to town. Let's go ahead and do a quick win-loss projection. Week one against Southern Utah, I think that's a win. I don't think this is going to be another 40-3 to game like you did to NAU last year. I don't see a reason why you can't come out and win this football game, though. I think that Arizona State is going to be much better than they were last year. I'm curious about the quarterback position. That'll be the most intriguing positional battle to watch during this offseason is who's the week one starter? Is it Trenton Bourget? Or is it Drew Pine? I don't know. Whoever it is, though, I suspect that they'll they'll be more than good enough in this game. Starting out the season, one to know. Versus Oklahoma State, look, as long as Mike Gundy is still the head coach, I'm going to trust that they're going to be a well-prepared team. I know that they're losing a lot. I just can't bring myself to be picking against him right now. I think as of right now, we'll have to see how Oklahoma State comes out in week one, but I'm still going to take the Cowboys in that game, starting out the year one-on-one. Versus Fresno State, again, I, I suspect that they're going to be a ranked team come the start of the 2023 season. I want to take Arizona State. I just can't. I think that Fresno State is just a really, really good team right now. And Arizona State is still going to be trying to figure itself out and figure out, is this going to be a project or are they going to come out guns blazing and be a really, really good team right away? I suspect it's going to be the former of the two. One and three, to, or excuse me, one and two to start the year. They will be one and three, though, because I don't think you're beating UC, USC. I think that USC is once again going to be contending for the Pac-12 title. They should probably come out as the favorites between them and Utah once again. But as long as Caleb Williams is there, they're going to be an absolute problem. One and three to start the year. 
at Cal, the first road game of the year for the team. I'm taking Arizona State comfortably in that game. I think Cal is just not a good football team. They're the only team that has an absolute mystery going on at the quarterback position. I am anticipating this to be a really good win for the team. Get back on the winning track to two and three. Versus Colorado, at home, I'll take Arizona State in this game. Get to three and three. Again, this is going to be a really interesting game because it's going to be Dillingham versus Deion Sanders. And it's like, who's going to be the brighter, younger face of the of the Pac-12 moving forward? Everybody loves primetime. Everybody loves Deion Sanders. They want to believe that he's the best thing since sliced bread. They're going to be taking him in this game. I got Arizona State in this game, probably as home underdogs, but I'll still take them. Going into the bye week at 3-3, three and three, chef's kiss. Absolutely love that. Coming out of the bye week, starting with Washington, I think that that's going to be a loss. You're on the road in Seattle. Like I said, these guys already have that game circled on their calendars. They're not going to be taking it easy on you. I suspect this is not going to be a close game. I'll take Washington. Then versus Washington State. This is a home game. I think this is going to be a tricky game. I don't know if I like Arizona State versus Wazoo right now. I think this is one of those wait-and-see games. We're going to wait and see where Arizona State is at and where Washington State is at at this point in time. I don't think this is this is a winnable game for Arizona State, unfortunately, as of right now. But I think that this could be a winnable game for Arizona State. It's a home game. We're just going to have to wait and see how these teams look at that point in time. Three and six right now. Basically, Arizona State is now in a win-out scenario in order to contend for the for a uh, what's it called a bowl game. Got to go to Utah though, and that's a loss. So Arizona State no longer bowl eligible for me. The the best scenario for you is to make it a game and be competitive. I feel like this is an underrated rivalry for the team. And I'm hoping that Arizona State can maybe come out and make it interesting. But this game's in Salt Lake. That's just tough. All right. Then I got at UCLA. I feel like this is also a loss for the team. Not going to be easy. UCLA is also going to be one of the four, maybe five best teams in the Pac-12. I suspect that Dante Moore, if he is a true freshman starter for Chip Kelly, is going to be really, really good. I don't think they win this game, especially in Pasadena. As much as I would love to live in pa- love to win in Pasadena one more time before these guys leave the conference, I just don't see it happening. Versus Oregon. I think this is also a loss. So unfortunately, Arizona State on a five-game skid after the bye week. I just, again, Oregon is one of the best teams in the Pac-12. I don't think that they're going to be any different than what they normally are. I think that there's maybe a possibility for Kenny Dillingham to pull a rabbit out of his hat and get an upset here. I'm just not counting on it. Ending the year at home versus Arizona, we're not ending the season on a six-game losing streak, and we're certainly not going to be losing to Arizona at home. Arizona State finishes the year 4-8 and eight in an absolute gauntlet 
of a 2023 schedule. This is a win for the team. It's one more win than he had last year. I think that this team is going to show some grit, some movement forward. But this is a tough schedule, guys. This is a tough out-of-conference schedule. This is a really difficult in-conference schedule. You do have the luxury of eight home games, but your away games are tough. This is this this is just the perfect storm for Arizona State to be facing in a rebuild year for the team. I would love to say they're six and six right now with what I know currently. This is a four and eight team. That's not a bad thing, though. You're just looking for progress. I think that there's a couple games that could be flipped by the time the season starts. Depending on Oklahoma State, that could be a winnable game. Wazoo could be a winnable game in Tempe. Those two alone get you to six and six, and now you're a ball eligible team. It'll be interesting. It's going to be a difficult season for Arizona State. It's going to be a necessary, necessarily difficult season as well in order to get everything back on the right track. Let's wrap this bad boy up. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure that you're tuned in for the rest of the week. I have not one, but two player interviews scheduled to come up later in the week. I can't announce dates as of right now. I need to make sure that they are squared away. Make sure you stay tuned in wherever you're getting your podcast. Hit like and subscribe. Turn on notifications. Stay in touch with those by following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun.